You're listening to WEDN 1180 Paradise Radio with me, Dick Jade, brought to you by Eden's premier attorneys, Kane and Abel. No case too small, too big, or too personal. The traffic's moving pretty well out there this morning, and next up we've got Don't Do It, the new single from Time Warp. But before that, let's get the latest news from right here in Serpent's... Bravo 4. You copy Bravo 4? I copy, Angie. So, you up for that beer tonight, then? You know I'd love to, Joe. Why do I feel a butt coming on, Angie? Look, I've got a young lady in Eppington needs to get across to Seward. Another time, then. Seward to Eppington, then back again. She wants to take some stuff to the garbage dump. So, is that a no, then? 1224 Garden Avenue. Sure, Angie. Sure. Heading there now. That box looks heavy. Want a hand? No, really. <laughs> well, uh, actually, if you if you don't mind. <sighs> Jeez, what have you got in here? Notepads, files, and uh, quite a lot of textbooks. Thanks. You okay, lady? Yes, yes, uh, I'm fine. I just, uh, I just had a bit of a big night, that's all. Maybe one tequila too many. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that, now and again. So you want to take this lot to the dump? The incinerator, actually. Couldn't you just throw it out with the regular garbage? I, I didn't want to risk it. Put a few books out every week. I'm sure they'll take it. No, I mean, I, I don't want to risk changing my mind. Hmm, sounds like getting rid of it must be a bit of a wrench. thought you said it was just textbooks and stuff. And my notes. Sorry, lady. It just doesn't seem that sentimental, that's all. It's... Uh, it's sort of hard to explain. Well, you could try. It's going to take a while to get across Memorial Bridge at this time of the morning. Look, I... I, I really don't know if I can, to be honest. Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to pry. Do what you like. It's your gear. The thing is, I was supposed to be traveling to Stanford today. For a research position. I've been scraping up the money for the fair for weeks now. That was what last night was all about? A sort of farewell drink? Stanford? Wow. I'm impressed. Looks and brains. Some guy's gonna land on his feet one day. Well... There already is a guy, actually. Lucky him. And is he into... What is it you're studying again? Metaphysics. Meta what? 
I study the theoretical impact that quantized dark matter might be having on space-time fabric. Jeez, we don't talk about that so much down at the Blue Parrot. No, nor does Bill, to be honest. Although time and space can feel kind of different if you're there long enough. I don't think Bill was very keen on me going to Stanford. He wants us to get married. He says I should get a job here. At Westman Sykes, maybe. Really? But I suppose he won't have to worry about that now, at least. How come? Because I'm not going. That's why I'm burning my research. Hey, you don't want to put your life on hold for some local fella. You're too talented for that. And if he's a half-decent guy, he'll wait for you. Or move out there with you. Oh, it... it isn't him. No, I... I sort of... discovered something. Yeah, like... what sort of something? Something terrible. And now I have to destroy my work. All of it. Sorry, I'm confused. So if it's nothing to do with this guy, why the big change of plans? Because of the note. This morning, I... I found a note. He sent you a note? What did he say that would make you do this? No, it wasn't from Bill. Okay. So who was it from? It was from me. You got a note from yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if we pull over? I think I'm going to be sick. Bravo 4. Bravo 4. I hear you, Angie. You picked up Carrie okay, Joe? Yeah, we're... We just had to... take a little break. You might be better heading down North 14th and taking the old bridge. You sure, Angie? When we get snarled up in the school traffic around Kandahaga? Yeah, but Memorial's even worse than usual this morning. Really? Take 14th, Joe. It'll be better for you both. Trust me. Sure, Angie. Sure. Control out, Joe. Well, you heard her. I hope you aren't in a hurry, lady. How are you feeling now? Mm. Not great, to be honest. But I'm okay for time. <laughs> You could say that it's time that's the problem, really. So this note, it just said, don't do it. That's right. With an exclamation mark. And some random numbers on the back. Like a phone number, perhaps. No, I, I'm not sure what they are. And it was just there when you got up? Right there on the breakfast bar. And you say that you never wrote it? It's my handwriting. I've, I've never had very good handwriting. It's very distinctive. So I must have written it, and then left it for myself to read. Look, we all leave ourselves a note from time to time. It's no big deal. I suppose she must have come into the house overnight while I was asleep and and left it there. Who did? But you said the house was locked, right? I did. But I know where the spare key is. Of course you do. And then I left the note for me to read for my younger self to read. Your... your younger self? Don't you see? You might have to help me out here. I must have written the note in the future. 
Really? How did you manage that exactly? I'm going to spend the rest of my life investigating time and space discontinuities. Sure, and rather you than me. But that's what you're into, right? Yes, but what if I discover some way to travel back across time? Maybe years from now. Wow, is that possible? But then something must have gone catastrophically wrong. Sounds pretty cool to me. I bet a few fares who would have paid good money for that. There are bound to be unforeseen consequences, perhaps terrible consequences. Who knows what havoc people may do if they start traveling back in time? Yeah, I can see that. There was a time I went to the high school dance with Mary Beth. I'd sure like the chance to make that night go differently. I wonder whatever happened to her. I must have realized that the only way to prevent the disaster was to come right back to this day. The day I was due to start my research position. And stop myself from ever going. Okay, let's just say you, a future you, decided you'd made some sort of mistake in the past. A terrible mistake. Why wouldn't you come and talk about it with yourself? Explain what to do differently. Why just leave a note? No, that... That wouldn't work. You'd create a paradox. A para-what? A closed loop of causes and effects. The moment I met myself, the younger me would change their actions, and then the older me would no longer have to come back and warn me. That's what you want, though, isn't it? But the instant the older me didn't come back, I'd carry on as if nothing ever happened. And the scenario would be reset. The same scenario would replay over and over again, like a nightmare. Sounds like most nights for me. It's the only explanation that makes sense. Don't do it, I wrote. Why would I write that if something terrible wasn't about to happen? Well, you got me there. Say, are you okay? Hmm, I think we might have to pull over again. Want a tissue? Oh, thanks. Sorry about that. That tequila must have come in a dirty glass. Where'd you end up, anyway? That bar. The Blue Parrot. <laughs> Makes sense. It was the only one left open. I hope Bill was taking good care of you. Yeah, yeah, he would have been. Or maybe he had to go home. I think he had an early start. Yeah, I remember leaving by myself for some reason. I think... Oh, actually, maybe we had some sort of an argument. Probably just the drink. I'm sure he'll forgotten all about it. I hope so. I can't even remember what it was about. I hope he's not still angry. Don't worry, something will ring a bell. Ring. Oh, yeah, that was it. Oh, God. Something about a ring. Jeez, what if he proposed to me and I can't even remember? Can't you call him? I don't have a work number. He's a surgeon. He'll be at St. Jude's all day. He always rings me. It's, it's easier that way. A surgeon? You two are quite the couple. He doesn't like to talk about it. Yeah, I don't talk about my work much either. 
Shall we get going again? I guess we'll get through these lights eventually. It's all these kids crossing. I don't know what Angie was thinking sending us this way. Angie? Dispatch. You'd have booked through her. I think I spoke to a man. Really? Maybe Charlie left early. Say, are you okay? You look a bit pale. Should I pull over again? No. No, carry on, please. You sure? What's up? You look like you've seen a ghost. It's Bill. Isn't Bill at the hospital? Yes, but that's Bill. Right there. That guy? With the kids? With the kids. And the ring. The wedding ring. Oh. Oh, God, I remember it now. He turned up late last night. I was already a bit drunk, to be honest. He said he'd had a hard time saving a patient. But they'd come through eventually. Well, that's good, isn't it? But he was wearing a wedding ring. Uh, that's not so good. Maybe there was an explanation. That's what he said. He said he'd have to take the ring off for surgery, and he must have put it back on the wrong finger. That's kind of plausible. And those kids? Where have they come from all of a sudden? Well, that's harder to explain. I'll give you that. And he's wearing a pest control jacket. Yep, he is. Paradise Pest Patrol. I hate to say this, but it looks like he might be the one who needs patrolling. The slime ball. I'm so stupid. I don't know. You seem pretty bright to me. What with all that quantum stuff and everything. Oh, that's just math, really. Well, at least your evening adds up now. And you did give yourself some good advice after all. What's that? Don't do it. Don't you think you might have meant don't stay with Bill? I suppose so. What an idiot. I can't believe I thought... Don't worry about it. So you remember writing that note now? No. <laughs> no, actually, I still don't. God, how much did I have to drink? A little too much? I do sort of remember believing him last night. About the ring. It was only when I saw him just now. And why did I write those numbers on the back? You probably had a pretty good hunch that he wasn't what he seemed. I don't do hunches. They're not very scientific. Hmm, maybe not. But in this case, accurate, all the same. Yes. Yes, it was, I suppose. I guess we should head back to Garden Avenue. Yeah. Uh, yes, please. Look, I'm, I'm sorry about all of this. No problem, lady. I'm just sorry about you and your fella. You look a little better, though, I have to say. Yeah. Strange, really. I feel it.
Bravo Four. Bravo Four. You out there, Joe? I'm here, Angie. Where have you been all day? I've missed you. Knock it off, Joe. What's your 20? Heading back from Bernoulli Field. I just dropped off Carrie for her flight. How's she doing? Pretty good, actually. She said she felt like her luck was changing. We even swung by a lottery kiosk on the way there. Well, I'm sure it is, Joe. Thanks to you. Me? I didn't do anything. I don't like to get involved, you know that. Mm, are you sure? Anyway, she seemed pleased to leave Aiden behind her. But then, who wouldn't? That's good, Joe. I knew you'd sort her out. I'm just glad she did the right thing. I'm sure she's got a great future ahead of her. Whatever happens. Oh, she has, Joe. She has. There you go again. What does that mean, Angie? Control out. Angie? Angie, are you there? I guess not. just heard Time Heals Everything off the latest album by Fourth Dimension. And we've got more coming up on that state lottery win. It seems someone from our very own Serpent City has just won big today, getting all six numbers in the rollover. But if your luck isn't in, you can still get lucky right here with some great music on WEDN Radio. by Kay Weaver, Angie by Anne Cloud, and Joe was Joel Johnson. And the radio DJ was played by Jim Shrek. Paradise Cab was written and directed by Richard Brandon. Editing and sound design was by Joel T. Johnson, with music composed and performed by The Soul. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could help us make some more just by contributing the price of a cup of coffee. Come and find us right now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash paradise cab.